Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. To get more information about me and my work, please visit ValerieSilvera.com. I want you to know that it truly is an honor for me to stand with you. Hello, my friends. I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about how to keep going when you don't feel like it, how to keep going when life has dealt you a big blow. I call it the two by four upside the head, the kind where you're just going along with your life and out of nowhere, something hits you, something major, something that leaves you feeling helpless and hopeless and sad and worried and heartbroken, perhaps living in paralyzing fear. I know about that. Now, here's the thing. Most of you know me because my daughter lived with her addiction for 15 of her 30 years. And that three years ago, nearly three years ago now, she was murdered. And those are both huge things. What's interesting though, is you may not know because I don't talk about the other things much, is that I've had a lot of other things, pretty big things, sprinkled throughout my life. My 57 years, yeah, 57 on this planet have not been the easiest. And some of it, my choices, of course, of course, we all make choices that turn out to be not the best choices at some point. And then some that had nothing to do with my choices. In any case, life has whacked me upside the head many, many, many times with that two by four. And so really the big question is, how do you keep going? When that, especially when those, when it just keeps coming and coming, and it's like the hits keep coming. How do you keep going? Well, the the interesting first part of that uh, answer is that for many years I really didn't. Now, that's not to say that I didn't keep getting out of bed and and living my life because I did. I was basically faking it though for the most part of thirteen years because. This was really when my daughter was in her active addiction and um, it was from her, you know, starting when she was 15 and over the next, say, 13 years after that, I just, I was so desperate to save her and so unsuccessful to do so that it really left me lacking confidence. Um, And I don't mean just, you know, gee, I don't have a lot of confidence. I mean, I was down on the mat. I was, you know, I felt like I couldn't do anything right anymore. I couldn't make any decisions that were good about anything, not even having to do with Jamie. But it just, um, it really destroyed my self-esteem and my self-worth. And I felt like, you know, I failed God. I felt as if I was a terrible mother, which was the most important thing in my world. And um, at the same time, I was trying to do some different businesses and that's tough. I mean, doing a startup business is not easy and doing it with your heart broken and this dark cloud hanging over your heart. And so there was just a lot of challenges going on at the same time. And so I would just tell you that, you know, hang on, first of all. I mean, you do sort of have to just hang on, even if you have to do it like I did for a while and you're not really moving forward, but you're just trying to hang on. You might have to do that for a while, but the unfortunate thing is that if you do that for too long, then that becomes your normal. It becomes normal for you to just hang on. It becomes almost comfortable, even though it's terribly uncomfortable, to just hang on and to not really try to get yourself out of it, to try to get yourself up off of the mat. 
And for me, I think there were a couple things. I was just waiting. I was waiting for Jamie to get better. And well, I wasn't just waiting. I was guilt tripping and giving advice and threatening and yelling and screaming and you know, all of it. Putting a lot of pressure on her shoulders to try to you know, get your life better, Jamie, so that I can be better. So, you know, I did put a lot of pressure on her. And certainly my life would be a lot better had she become clean. There's no question about that. But that didn't help. And then all it did was make me frustrated because none of my attempts worked. And so I really had to get to a point where I said, I've got to figure out how to fix me because I'm really tired of living every single moment of every single day you know, down on that mat, feeling depressed with that dark cloud hanging over my heart. And I've got to quit waiting because I did that for more than a decade. And things actually didn't even stay the same. They got a lot worse over that decade. And I think a lot of you know that it's so hard for me to even say this. It just it still seems so weird that Jamie was shot when she was 18 back in 2004. She was shot by her ex-boyfriend and you know, I thought that would be the big thing. And so lo and behold though, I spent the next 10 years after that because for three years she's crashing. And then I spent the next decade after that waiting for her to get better, waiting for her to remember that she was given another shot at life. I waited for all of this and nothing ever got better. In fact, life just got way, way worse for her. And so that's what I would really say to you if, if, um, Whatever it is that has you down has something to do with somebody else or a situation outside of your control, which most things are outside of our control. I would say stop waiting. Stop waiting for something else to happen so that you can be happy. Stop waiting for something else to happen so you can feel secure. Stop waiting for somebody to change so you can feel peace. Because if you've been at this for a long time, even if those situations did turn around, and I hope they do, there's no guarantee that you're just gonna suddenly be okay I mean, once we've suffered, you know, a lot of us have even suffered post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, we don't even know that. We, we, it's not something we think about with the situations that we've been through. But when we've gone through so much stress and so much heartbreak and so much pain, we change. And so we've got to learn how to change ourselves back or even better than we were before. So, because I would tell you that while I wish I could turn the clock back and we know that is not possible. While I wish that I could turn the clock back and change everything, I will tell you that in many ways, I am a far better person for having gone through the agony that I've gone through. But lots of times, probably most of the time, people go through these situations, they don't use it as a stepping stone. They don't use it to change themselves and to become better. But whatever it is you're going through, you are sitting there with an incredible opportunity to become more. And you might not even want to hear that from me right now because you just want it all to stop. And I get that. I wanted it all to stop for years and years and years. But like I said, you can't wait and you can't count on that. You got to start making yourself better. You've got to decide that you're going to make some changes. And listen, I did it with a tiny bit of hope, a tiny bit of hope and a shred of self-confidence. I just had a tiny bit of hope that life could be just even a little bit better. And then I fought my way through it. And I didn't have these nine actions I talk about. The nine actions to battle your beast, 
the nine actions for a courageous life. However, we package these, there are nine things that you can do to absolutely change your life. And that's why I, I started my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership because a lot of people were reading my books and even going through the workbooks, which are fantastic and by the way, can even be done at the same time you're in the coaching membership. But I wanted to make sure that people had ongoing support and perspectives and information and really just a sense of belonging. And that's what my tribe does. It really gives you a sense of belonging. So I really encourage you to check out the Still Standing Tribe. You can find it on the website here on ValerieSilvera.com. You can find it under membership. You can actually even go directly to StillStandingTribe.com. But I just, it really breaks my heart to see people who are just down and they feel like there's no hope. And that's really what I wanna offer you. I wanna offer you hope, but it's still gonna take you. It's going to take you making a decision to get up off of the mat. So first of all, I already went over not waiting. Stop waiting. I don't, I mean, I told you earlier in this video that I'm 57 and I don't even know how in the world I got here. It seems like it went like that. And so life is flying by. You don't have the luxury of, of having unlimited time. Nobody has unlimited time. So you've got to find a way to motivate yourself even a tiny bit and then link arms with people like me and people like the women that are in my tribe because these are people that, that are still struggling too but have all made the decision to stand up and fight. So stop waiting. Stop making excuses. Stop waiting because I did that. Listen, I tell you this with all the respect and love in my heart for you because I did it too. I waited and I made excuses and I, I put it all on somebody else to change and I'm so glad that I didn't do that because I don't even want to imagine where it would be right now if I hadn't got myself better before Jamie was killed. Um, I, I just, I don't like to think about where I would be and how stuck down on that mat I would be. Don't wait. Find some tools, I guess is the next thing that I'm telling you. Find some tools. Use my nine actions. You can use them in books, in workbooks. We have courses that you can get online. Just check out the shop page here um, and you can join the tribe too and you actually get access to a really cool courageous life program that works the nine actions too so you know use tools um, link arms with other people who are fighting and I think that that would be my other piece of advice to you you know how to get up when you don't feel like it lots of times what we do is we commiserate we find people who are also down and we start to commiserate with them I call it the pity party and um, we, we wind up living as a victim and there's no power in being a victim. That is not the way that you should be living. And so be very, very careful that you are not linking arms with people who you can just commiserate with because that's not getting anybody anywhere. Well, actually I should say it does get you somewhere. It gets you further down. I call it one downing each other, right? Oh my gosh, my life is so bad, listen to this. And the other person's going, wow, well you should hear my story. And next thing you know, you're just one downing each other. Don't belong to a so-called support group like that. Don't link arms with people like that. You're having a tough enough time. You need to surround yourself with people who can give you hope. People like me, people like the women in my tribe, other people you have in your life who have been down and gotten back up because that inspiration will give you hope that you too have a chance of standing. 
of changing your life, of standing right in the middle of the storm. So those are really my tips for you. You know, how do you do it? You, 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 you make a decision that you're going to. You don't hang around with people that are in a pity party. You link arms with other people that you know will help lift you up and even kind of nudge you a little bit. You get some tools and resources. You stop making excuses. You make the decision that today is the day you're gonna stand up and fight, that time is precious, and that you're gonna fight as if your life depends on it. Because here's what I found out. It does. Your life depends on whether or not you make this decision to stand up and fight. Please know that you're not alone because I know that's perhaps where you are right now. You're feeling very alone and I get that. I know what it's like to feel alone, but you're not. Whatever it is you're going through, even if it's something completely different from the things that I have experienced, we all go through the same emotions and fears. So link arms with me. The world is waiting for you to go out and shine your light. And right now, you might not believe it's even possible. You're looking around, you can't even find a dim little glow anywhere. But trust me, it's in there. You're far more courageous than you're giving yourself credit for being. You might just need a little help. I'm here to stand with you, get in touch with me, check out my resources. Together, we can make it through anything. Have an awesome day. Thanks again for joining me today. Please subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss notification for any future episodes. And please visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com. I would love to link arms with you and stand with you in whatever it is you're going through because we are in this thing called life.